0: Matt, I, I, I'm, Matt, first of all, Matt, I'm going to take you to task on this. He said, dude, I've been a Saints fan my whole <laughs> life growing up at Slidell. Well, I grew up on the North Shore, too, sucker. I question if you're a Saints fan. I don't know. My daughter's named after the coach, Super Bowl baby. Top that. I said Matt, I, I, I agree didn't with say you. I wanted Winston. I said <laughs> I wanted it over Matty. Can't follow through with big wins. I like Jameis. I- I like Jameis. I I wouldn't mind Jameis. I just think Matt Ryan's a better quarterback than Jameis, and I would take Matt Ryan over Jameis Winston to succeed Drew Brees. Okay. Now,
1: now Jay makes a good point. He said, "Think about this. Drew's never won an MVP. No. Nope. Matt Ryan has. No. I no. I, I, I agree. Well, he won with the, the Super Bowl MVP. That. I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly. You're right. And and to me, that has sucked on many levels, but. I look at all the Damn. other accolades and trophies and, and, and stats that Greece has. So, have. so you
0: think Matt Ryan is the is the reason that Falcons not, are stuck in what Atlanta is Latin for failure. Name the sport. Okay. Atlanta's gonna screw it up.
1: Okay, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Do I think that Matt Ryan is the reason they're stuck in the in the purgatory they're stuck yes. in? He's part of it, yes. I do not. Matt Ryan is a very—I mean—he's a good top
0: sixteen quarterback. Uh,
1: Can we answer that next Tuesday? Can I really look down through there and see? But wait a second. But what Matt Ryan is is he's not—he does not have the moxie and the show up that Drew Brees has. Well, not many people do. But that's what I want. Do you think Jameis does? I. You know what under Sean Payton I'd rather get let Payton get a hold of him and take okay, my So chance. let me cuz
0: I'm already tip tipping to where I'm going to go right. on this this is great I love the feedback I, I do, love the yeah. debate Does Dak have that? Not under Okay so would you rather have Dak or Matt Ryan? Cuz that there, Well, there, well yeah, I'm getting the, Dak. I, okay. I, th- Dak. Th- 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 this is my question. Dak right now. Th- this is my question. This Dak. is where I'm going to go over. We may just start on this tomorrow. Who would you rather given these five choices? That. Succeed Breeze next year. Okay. Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, Dak Prescott, Sam Darnold, Matt Ryan. Of those, of those five, Dak. I would probably go Dak too. Yeah. My second. I've quest, seen what a fourth my, year you know quarterback. You know, what my, you know what my answer. Hey, real is?
1: quick, I've seen what a fourth year quarterback can do off an yeah. injury.
0: You know what my number? You know what my number two answer is? Matt Ryan.
1: No, I okay, but but that's why we're that's why this is great. We can agree to disagree. Matt Ryan.
0: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, I'm so and sorry. listen, Jameis very well so sorry. may be the successor. Ryan and would, I hope he's as good. Ryan would be last. I hope last as last. he's good as you and Matt think he is.
1: I, I, see, I'm with Matt. I, well, Matt, Matt Ryan, it Ryan would be last not on an island. All, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, Matt, I will we'll have good barbecue there yeah. on that island.
0: It will be damn good barbecue. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh,
1: but I, I, I Matt Ryan is just the age, He'd what he would rather have Sam done. Darnold. I'm, um, 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 i I would go. No. I don't, and I
0: don't mind the Sam Darnold. No, he said Matt, Dak I, first. No, no, but I'm saying he would rather have, he's got Matt Ryan I, last. I
1: have to agree with that list that Matt's, I mean, I, 100% with that list. Dak, Sam, Winston, Hill, you know,
0: Matt Ray, you know. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, hell yeah, I took real well. I, I, I do like, um, uh, I'm, in, like, I'm intrigued by Sam Darnold. I,
1: but that is a very, very I love the okay. topic of that.
0: it is. And Jay says Matt from Slide L needs to put down the crack pot crack pipe. <laughs> He's from Slide L too. He called him an idiot. I'm not going to say that. I just because we don't agree, Matt. I wouldn't call you that. I yeah. like the debate. God, and Willie Jay, says so Willie says Drew was Matt before Sean Payton. Now that is a good sentence. All right, there. All right, but but a wait a second. Kid.
1: Drew was also how much younger? Yeah, that's not, that's, that's to me, I mean, I don't mean I'm right, I just my opinion is that's kind of comparing apples and oranges. Matt is not going to go to new, it's just.
0: But Matt, I, I don't, don't think I Matt don't Ryan like has that. to improve Hell, that much.
1: I think Drew Brees is quicker I'm, on the I'm, field than Matt Ryan I'm right looking
0: now. two or three year window, that's it. I don't. While Thomas don't and know. Kamara are in their prime. Good I debate. Don't. No, very good. Good debate, whether agree or discreet, Matt. Appreciate it, you, man. buddy, and everybody else who texted in. Kevo, good stuff from you. you too, this brother. was awesome. Love the debate. Coming up next, Bleed Tech Blue. Boy, they got a big dub to talk about. What a great Halloween night, comfort behind victory. Uh BC and the gang have it for you next year in the company presented in the company on Bleed Tech Blue for Kevo. For KC, I'm Sean Fox. We'll see you tomorrow at three o'clock for another edition of the company presented by Bud Light. This
2: has been The Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m., for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experience representation. This is Sports Talk 97.7, now on KPCH Ruston 99.3.
3: It's time for the First National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside tech football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 99.3 is also brought to you by... O'Neill Gas, Brister's Smokehouse, Courtesy Automotive, Dairy Queen, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Kirk Joyner Graduate Sales, and Bienville Motors. Text us on the Fairway Carts text line at 888 993 7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle.
4: Oh, yeah, it's BC. It's Beck Haynes, It's John Tabor. It's Bleed Tech Blue Radio. We're coming at you hot. On a Tuesday evening from Ruston, Louisiana, the Sports Talk 99.3 studios. Boy, do we have a fun show planned for you tonight. How about them dogs? 37-34, double overtime victory over UAB. Beck Haines, when I lay down my guarantee every year, BC does not miss. I can promise you that one. That was a good
5: call, Ben. Um... Excited for the show tonight. Not a lot going on tonight. No, kind of a down day. Yeah. So I'm, I'm expecting a ton of listener participation tonight. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. But Ben, I'm going to go ahead and get this out there so that you don't get me. First home game in years. Years. No, I get that it. I, have, I get it. That I have missed. A little Halloween, a Little evening. Halloween with the kids. Not going to lie. Had to skip this one for the marriage, but I would be lying if I told you I didn't think we would win. I, I thought maybe I'll stay home and take one for the marriage today because you know what? The dogs are probably not getting it done, and boy, was I wrong. I watched it on my little phone at the Halloween party in the don't, corner. Don't come back, soccer dad. Don't come back. We don't need you. I'm d- ya. disappointed in myself.
1: A little, little kicking and screaming going on here.
4: Yeah. Yeah. James. Great, great underrated
0: film.
1: By
5: what we'll did you by dress
4: that. up as?
5: You know, in in my protest of going to this party, nothing. Oh, just, okay. Just good old bye week back is what I dressed okay.
4: up Okay, well, that suits you perfectly. Not going to lie about that one. Of course, you can catch us on the for- Fairway Carts hotline or text line. Number is 888-993-7762. want to thank our sponsors, First National Bank, Fairway Carts, Dairy Queen, Courtesy Automotive, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Bienville Motors, Balfour Graduate Sales, brister smokehouse and o'neill gas of course on top of louisiana tech's 37 34 double overtime victory to move the bulldogs to four and three overall three and two in conference usa play Uh, how about this beck a clean sweep aaron allen bj williamson jacob barnes named Offensive Player of the Week, Defensive Player of the Week, and Special Teams Player of the Week across Conference USA. I don't think there's too much you can complain about that when looking at the conference awards this week.
5: I Man, I don't even know what to think. I'm proud of the Dogs, the most up and down team. I've given us two, with you. two thrilling wins this year. Yeah, one blowout. So arguably a high school varsity team
4: yeah arguably better no disrespect to
5: hbu they had four games this year and they didn't show up to half of them okay give them some credit wouldn't get off the bus no yeah but then we play two game three three games two games that were pretty lackluster ben yeah not gonna lie then we get some thrillers some thrillers i don't know what to make of this team I got aaron luke aaron luke henderson tucker Hardy, smoke. Hardy, smoke. Smoke's out. CJ's
4: in. Fumbles. I don't know what to think. No, I'm right there with you. We're going to discuss that coming up at 630. What what do we have with this Louisiana Tech team? I mean, coming into this game against UAB Saturday afternoon, listen, Let's not sit here and beat around the bush. The dogs were two touchdown underdogs. You look at the money line, it's plus 390. I threw a bone at it. You said I'm wasting my money, but hey. Sure did. I'm a lot richer sitting here on this Tuesday night than I was come Saturday at 1 p.m., but listen, th- how about this? How about this? The twist and turns during this game, it was just incredible, and we're going to talk about the number of different plays, um, let's go ahead and get this out of the way. Just get it out of the way. Every single week, every single year, Conference USA officials just can't get it figured out. Listen, I get it. It's not easy being an official. It's not. But like twelve replay reviews. I remember there was one play for the dogs. They get pass. A bear gets pass interference. Aaron Allen, I believe, threw the ball. Maybe Luke Anthony did. It's Aaron. It's Luke. It's Luke. It's yeah, Aaron. Like, knows, we can't, can't, figure,
6: can't it out. figure it out.
4: He gets rough in the passer. But then we get an offsetting penalty. Illegal lineman downfield. It's like... that's it, That may be one of
5: the most gut-riching penalties. I mean, the holding call is annoying. And at least it's like, yeah, that probably affected the play. And not that lineman downfield doesn't affect the play. But that's one of those boneheaded
4: penalties that as a coach has just got to make you... Livid, it. and, like, and I get the rule. I have offsetting penalties, but thirty yards of penalties on UAB compared to five on Tech, and it's offsetting. Like that's the rule, but Conference USA, listen, you're wasting a lot of money. We'd be better officiating ourselves, as far as the coaches being on the field, you know, a little live scrimmage action, than what these clowns are doing each week. And it's like tapes and Mark and I talked about in the post game show. It's like, not only do they review 12 plays, they get two or three of those reviews incorrect, and then there's about 37 holding calls that go uncalled during the game, and then when you do get the most obvious holding call, it takes a seven-minute conversation to figure out what you want to call. Like,
5: I don't remember it ever being this bad.
4: No, I don't either. I mean, it's bad every year, but this has
5: been... It's, it's would never love, been worse. I would love to know which is not apples to apples, but I would love to know the game time times this year versus last year. Because <laughs> it's a lot longer so in 2020. So much stoppage. No, I get it. So many conversa-
4: conversations. No, I know. And, and listen, Beck,
7: let, let's go ahead
4: and dive into different portions of this game. I want to start out in the first quarter, right off the bat. You come out, we, Beck, how many times have we seen it this year? You get a scripted first drive, whether it's Luke Anthony or Aaron Allen at quarterback. It Luke. runs flawlessly. Yeah. As
5: long as we don't throw an interception on the first pass.
4: First play of the game, I think Anthony hit Tucson for about eight. He goes for a bear for 42 on the next play. Dogs are inside the 10. Next thing we know, what happens? Dogs get a field goal. Of course, dogs
5: love a field goal. Nothing
4: wrong with Baby Barnes booting it through the uprights. Little 27 yarder. Yeah, listen, give Barnes some credit. We're going to get to him a little bit later. But then, following that, coming into this game, we knew that UAB's quarterback situation, to put it nicely, it's been terrible for four, five years now. And Lucero, we talked about him last week, had made four career starts in high school. Where'd he go to high school? Nobody knows. IMG Academy. All right. Played with your old high school classmate, Shea Patterson. Okay. (laughs) And... They drive down the field, comes up third and six. Let's keep in mind, Tex without two starters in this game, Isaiah Graham, Ezekiel Barnett. Big blow, especially on the defensive side when you talk about Barnett and the number of snaps he plays each week. And they throw an interception on third and six after Khalil Ladler gets some pressure. And not only did B.J. Williamson pick this ball off, B.J. Williamson ran this ball all the way back to the three. Did you think he was going to get caught when he took off?
5: Yeah, when he caught when he took off. I did not think he was going to get caught. About halfway there, I thought he's probably going to get caught.
0: Running out Ran of gas. Running out of
5: gas a little bit, which I'm going to be honest, I can I can resonate with Ben. That that's, that's personal for me, running out of gas. This. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would have probably done it a little sooner. Yeah. A little far
4: from my athlete days. Yeah.
5: But so don't fault the guy.
4: So he runs but it all up. the way back to the 3. Have we seen goal line struggles before? Oh. Have we? And l- ben. listen, we're about to get to our first bad call. Of the I was game.
5: watching the game last night. Tom Brady, 20 for 20 in the red zone, or goal to go, tutties. 20 I mean, for 20. Not bad. Ben, that's perfect. Not bad. Tech
4: might be 2 for 40. Not bad. So, first play, listen, and, and Skip Holtz alluded to this today during his press conference. He said, listen, we made some changes offensively, we realized that we need to get the ball more to Adrian Hardy. Coach Sloan spent a lot of time in the film room. We moved him off the line some. We put him in some bunch sets. We used him in motion more. We saw motion on the first play down at the goal line. He runs a little quick out. We'll disagree on what happened. Hardy caught the football at the two. He ran to the goal line, crossed the plane, touchdown, but the ball comes out. The officials in Conference USA ruled that he dropped the ball prior to securing it, and it was an incomplete pass. Which I think, if you go watch the replay, many would agree with me. It was a touchdown. I'll say this: you watch the
5: replay on a jumbotron missing half the light bulbs. I watched it over and over on TV. <laughs> half I, the light I, bulbs, yeah, on. half the light bulbs are out. I thought it, it was not a catch. Fair enough.
4: Fair enough. Either way, I got the dub. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But listen, he doesn't get in. Text stuffed on two consecutive run plays. Fourth down, they go for it. I'm not necessarily against the call. I don't believe, but. They nonetheless, they don't score. UAB takes over on their own two yard line. And at that point in the game, Beck, we've been there before. Yeah, we needed that one. A ninety-eight yard drive is upcoming. It's if coming. If I'm not mistaken. So then Tech ultimately gets a stop on defense. Dogs drive back down the field. Barnes misses a 46-yard field goal. First miss of the year. First miss of the year for baby Barnes. All right, Barnes. Barnes,
5: it's 46 yards, okay? It's kind of a toss-up in college football. Don't beat yourself up. Yeah, we
4: don't necessarily
5: expect you to make every field goal, so we'll cut you some slack. But his first one of the year was 52, correct? Correct. So we, I mean, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe we, we to, did think maybe, he, we, may we maybe thought 45. he might do it. Yeah. yeah,
4: we might need that one. But, so then the two teams trade punts, and then a big momentum swinging play in the game. UAB's driving down the field. Lucero, he's terrible. He had a 1.1 QBR in this game. Throws a pick to none other than B.J. and Again, you're going to hear his his name a lot tonight. He laterals it to Ladler. He goes 81 yards to the house.
5: Which Uh, we needed because, let me tell you, we have goal line struggles. So, to to have a defense come up and make up a play like that, big time. I think it was number seven on the top ten
4: plays for the weekend. Way to go. Number seven. I like it. Number seven. I saw it. I like it. So it's a ten nothing ball game at this point. Tech's got some momentum. You're texting me like, "Oh, Tech, tech would win this game. They would lose to UTSA and dominate yeah, UAB." I'm the not following here. Week. Of
5: course, they're going to win this
4: one. Yeah, not ten seconds after I saw that when McBride, the freshman running back for UAB, goes seventy five yards to pay dirt. Just oh, It's yeah. like can we get one stop and at least get to second down? Oh. So it's ten seven ball game. And we're nearing the end of the half. UAB scores again. Six plays, 98 yards. And listen, dominating the dogs on the ground. Dominating. Dominating the dogs on the ground. They go up 14-10. Said Lucero can't throw it. Let's run it. And, and hey, following that, Anthony puts together his best drive of the game. A little two-minute drill. Go four plays, 53 yards. I thought the big play – was the first play of the drive. I think he hit Hardy for somewhere around 27 yards to get the drive started, got deep into UAB territory, and really things settled down for me to get a 17-14 lead entering the half. Now, 17-14, you enter the half. Listen, what have we seen numerous times? Teams make adjustments. Tech comes out of the half. I'm not going to say flat, but not completely focused. Is that fair enough? Yeah, very fair that's fair Third enough. Third quarter was pretty rough for the Bulldogs. No, let's leave it right here. Let, let's go ahead. Let's oh, get to our first timeout. A yeah, a little suspense. When we come back from the break, this was an epic second half. A second half that, let's be honest, it changed the trajectory of the Bulldogs season. Let's go ahead and take our first timeout when we come back from the break. I'm going to break down the second half. Your Bulldogs lead 17-14 over UAB. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, 99.3 FM.
8: At First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the uncommon bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC.
7: DQ fans, the new DQ-loaded A1 Steakhouse Burger is here, and it's stacked high with savory flavors. It's two 100% beef patties grilled to perfection, strips of crispy bacon, and a pile of golden onion rings all topped with thick and hearty A1 steak sauce and creamy peppercorn sauce. That's right, two premium steak sauces. If you're wondering how it's possible to pack in that much steakhouse goodness on one burger, you'll just have to taste it for yourself. Enjoy the new loaded A1 Steakhouse Burger today at DQ. Acme Glass and Mirror, we have so
6: much more. Whether business, home, or auto, we have the glass you're looking for.
8: Replacing glass is painless,
1: like everything we do. The very best in service, always close to you. Acme Glass and Mirror, give us a break and we'll shine through
9: got a lot of stuff ideal portable buildings has what you need a new custom built portable building built with quality materials at low prices no one will beat ideal also carries dirks and portable buildings in all sizes from a garden shed to a lofted barn cabin and keep all your stuff covered with a new eagle carport from ideal rent to own with no credit check and 12 months same as cash with approved credit find ideal portable buildings on facebook or call 699-9426
3: don't have time to keep up with louisiana tech sports the way you'd like to no worries just listen to bleed tech blue radio brought to you by first national bank call or text the show on the fairway Cards hotline 888-993-7762
4: Appreciate you joining us on this Tuesday night. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor. Of course, you can catch us on the fairway carts. Hotline or text line number is 888-993-7762. So, Beck, 17-14 at the half. Uh, We mentioned some of Tech's struggles in the third quarter. You know, the one that obviously sticks out is the struggles against Southern Miss in week one. Also against UTSA last week, and and Tech ultimately blew a 13-point fourth-quarter lead in that game. But, you know, you look at the opening kickoff of the second half, UAB gets the football, and they return the kickoff, which all the way to the 50-yard line, which is not a great start in itself. And they score an easy touchdown, four plays, 50 yards, uh, all of it on the ground, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. And, yeah, that that was four run plays of 3, 23, 2, and 22 to put it in the end zone. They take a 21 17 lead. And then on Tech's first play, Anthony, the ball's batted up in the air. An interception for UAB. And Tech's staring at a 28 17 deficit, uh, three minutes and 49 seconds into that second half. And you get to that point in the game, 28 17. And I know you were talking, and it's like, here we go again. You You know, you put up a fight for two quarters, but it just kind of felt like this was the type of season that the dogs were going to have. Yeah, they just took third quarter off and came out a little flat. Like you said,
5: kind of took the wind out of the sails as a fan. You're right. I was probably going on that train of here we go again. This is why I didn't come to the game or fight to come to the game. Uh, but, been an exciting fourth
4: quarter. Yeah, here, here we go. You know, UAB goes on attack on another field goal to go up 31-17. And, listen, I thought Skip Holtz made some adjustments to his – Game plan on the fly. Obviously, Aaron Allen comes in at quarterback on the defensive side of the ball, and Holtz referenced it um, in his press conference today. There was a four-possession, four- or five-possession window standpoint during that game where UAB ran the ball for 250 yards, which is insane. But at this point in the third quarter, and you could see it on the field, I'm sure you could see it on TV as well. UAB's offensive linemen in this game, they weren't playing the cleanest of football games. That, that's to put it nicely. Uh there was some there were some uh shots following the plays, and Milton Williams for tech, quite frankly, got ticked off. And, you know, I, I was talking to some people in the Sands, I was like, My gosh, he's out there beating his chest. Uh, you could hear him t- talking to the opposing offensive line. They're pointing at the scoreboard, but the game changed from that second when the red shirt defense redshirt junior defensive tackle decided this was not going to happen anymore on his watch. And for the remainder of the football game, for the last seven possessions that UAB had the ball, including two in overtime, they had only 56 total yards. That's eight yards per possession. They had 17 carries offensively for 23 yards. When I tell you Milton Williams took over the football game on the defensive line, It was a Jalen Ferguson UTEP performance, a Jalen Ferguson North Texas performance. One of the more impressive performances I've seen up front for Tech in a number of years. Man, I think
5: we've been waiting for that to happen quite some time this year. Just somebody to step up, get mad, and play hard. And that's what we saw out of Milton Williams. Just phenomenal play, really encouraging. You know that affects the team in a positive way was really great to see, and hopefully that carries forward onto our next few Yeah,
4: years. and we've known Milton Williams is a good player for a number of years, but he's also a quiet type of guy, a guy that doesn't necessarily lead vocally. Well, he decided he was going to lead vocally, and his teammates followed along. But, you know, getting back to some of the offensive play, Allen comes in. Uh, I think Tech got the ball on the 45-yard line after a nice punt return by Smoke. And two plays, uh, I believe the first play of the fourth quarter, he hits Jawan Johnson on the post. And you're like, all right, here we go. You know, we're back in the game, 31-24. There's 14, I think 42, 44 remaining in the contest. And you're feeling pretty good about where Tech was. But it wasn't necessarily as smooth sailing as you would like to believe. While the defense continued to dominate, Tech went three and out on his next possession offensively. Allen goes to the locker room following that, which was not shown on TV So Anthony returned to the game, did some decent things. You know, they got a a mini drive going where they picked up a first down or two, but ultimately had to punt it back to UAB with six minutes to go in the game. And, you know, I was talking with you, and I think I was talking with Jay Ford a little bit as well. It was like, man, it's tough to punt it back to a team that runs the football as well as UTEP, or UAB does with six minutes to go. And, and you know. they did do that. I mean, they got two first downs before Tech finally backs against the wall, uh, I believe it's a third and six, and that guy that we've mentioned before, B.J. Williamson, makes a play on the ball, knocks the ball away, forces UAB to punt, and Aaron Allen said, it's my football game. Uh, there's two minutes remaining. Tech had to go 92 yards, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, 90 yards. And ultimately, the drive gets capped off by a 24-yard touchdown throw to your boy Adrian Hardy with 10 seconds remaining to tie the game.
5: Yeah, that was pretty big time. Um, Another one of those times in the you know twice this year now that late drives, late drives, and and late touchdowns to either win us the game or get us in position to go into overtime. That's about as exciting as it gets, Ben. I don't know if you noticed that.
4: Would you have gone for two there to go for the win? No, no. You're not a gambler. No, player. you know,
5: I am. But you know what burns me for every time I think about teams going for two is the A&M game. Yep. Like, we weren't even done celebrating the touchdown. And they like, the rushed, went for two, and then it was just over. And I was like, what? So, I actually don't like that. I think you do that if you're a team. It's a massive. Like, if you're a Citadel playing Clemson. You yeah. Know, like, yeah. that kind of a thing. But, you know, we're up there with
4: UAB. We beat them. Citadel would have to do that the first quarter. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they ain't going to be, be in the game in the fourth. Yeah, you know what I'm No, but, yeah, I get it, and I agree with the decision as well. So, you get the game into overtime, and listen, we've watched a number of Tech games go to overtime in recent years, but Tech gets the ball first, which in college overtime, both teams get an opportunity. Barnes converts a field goal. UAB gets a field goal of its own, and then, hey, have we mentioned the name B.J. Williamson tonight? Oh, a couple times. Forces a fumble from Spencer Brown at the goal line. You can argue with me until you're blue in the face. It was a fumble.
5: Okay, I'll I'll say this. I saw a tweet that said, "Thank goodness, because the game was on Watch Stadium yeah. was broadcasting the game. Said thank uh, or shout out to Watch Stadium for not having goal line cameras. Woo! Well, hey, listen, BC. I, Hey, it was a fumble, but I I really think it was closer than people think from breaking the plane.
4: I think if it would have been called a touchdown on the field, it would have been really hard hard touchdown. To, yeah, down. I agree, 100%. Uh, Whatever call it was, and Hannibal picked the ball up and ran it back a little bit. But I mean, listen, say what
5: you want about Conference USA refs. They threw us a bone.
4: They did throw us a bone in this one. Hey, listen, that isn't the last bone they threw to us. The Bulldogs get no. a <laughs> chance for a field goal again. Barnes misses from 38 yards. But UAB. Baby Barnes, why? Come on, baby Barnes. But UAB hits the kicker. Listen, they didn't throw us a bone. It, it, if you look at the photo following it, it was clearly hit, running into the kicker. Okay, I got a funny story. All right, about let's that. Hear it.
5: So I watched. He, he missed the kick. Yep. Right? I watched it on my phone, so I like close out of it to text you. Yeah. I get back on. Takes Texts a minute, out the ball yeah, back. Takes out the ball back. I was thinking, yeah, they were going to get the ball back anyways. And then I was like, oh my gosh, like. They already ran plays and were already kicking a field goal. Like, golly. And then they kick it, and I was like, sweet. Like, you know, <laughs> Another you, field goal. UAB gets the ball. And then everybody celebrated like we won. And I was like, what happened? Like, yeah. I totally missed the whole thing. So, <laughs> you like, double overtime. Double, double, yeah, double so, overtime. Anyway, you triple overtime. I mean, good redemption for Barnes. That only goes – that game, That obviously that the missed field goal doesn't count because of the rough in the kicker. Still only has one miss on the year, and it was a doozy, a 46-yarder. But to come back and win the game, that was huge for him. I mean I don't know what baby Barnes did Saturday night to celebrate but got some new toys out I don't know what he did man got him a new bottle, nice warm bottle of milk I don't know what you it gotta was You got to love it either way You got to love it either way congrats to Barnes congrats to the Bulldogs They're Probably fantastic. big
4: brother Jonathan might have gave him a coke or rocked him to sleep or something I don't know Hey don't lay him down awake tonight let him go to sleep in your arms you know what I'm saying but listen there was so many different twists and turns in this game and You know, some of the big takeaways for me is on the offensive side of the ball, Aaron Allen, outstanding job. It's not easy to come off the bench. I know he didn't lead any scoring drives in that first half, but, you know, two fourth-quarter touchdowns, we saw Luke Anthony do that in week one against Southern Miss, and that kind of established himself as the starter. And we're going to discuss in the next segment what we would do at the quarterback position. But, listen, that was big time. That's a sophomore uh, that didn't let the moment get to him and did what you know, did what he needed to do to get his team in a position, and, and he got what he deserved, not only being named the Offensive Player of the Week in the conference, but was also named the Louisiana Sports Writers Association uh, Player of the Week as well offensively. So give him a tremendous amount of credit. I thought Adrian Hardy played extremely well at receiver. Uh, seven catches, 102 yards. I believe he had two touchdowns of his own. Smoke returned from injuries. Uh, had seven sat, or seven catches for 54 yards. And how about the play of the offensive line. Tremendous job up front. We've Listen, we've sat here on this show and we've criticized them for three, four, or five weeks, and they don't allow a sack to a UAB defensive line that's um, not only one of the better units in the conference, but they're probably a top 25 unit in the country as well. Uh, I believe that was the first time since 2018 uh, that the Bulldogs have not allowed a sack. Only the second time since 2014, the Louisiana Tech has not allowed a sack up front. Kudos to not only Skip Holtz, who spent a lot of time with that offensive line last week, but to Robert McFarlane as well.
5: Yeah, it was like watching a totally different ball game. It makes a big difference when your quarterbacks aren't running for their lives. Obviously, every single play, been. I don't know what happened this week, but the offensive line, I don't know if they ate their Wheaties, but do it again, get ready, play like that again, and... and It made the quarterbacks look much better.
4: No, yeah, and listen, they didn't run the ball well. I think they only had 49 yards rushing on 29 carries, but I'm not sure this Tech team's going to run the football uh, well at this point in the year. I mean, we've seen them struggle uh, to the tune of 2.7 yards per carry through the first seven weeks, but give them some credit. They played better. They took it upon themselves, and we've said it all year. If you give the quarterback some time to throw and get it to some of these playmakers, you're going to have some success on the offensive side of the ball. And then you shift to the defensive side, Milton Williams, nine tackles, three tackles for loss. B.J. Williamson had two interceptions, uh, also had a pass break, had a force a pass breakup, a force fumble. Uh, Grubbs had a number of tackles. Trey Baldwin had a number of tackles. You know, the unit defensively is really starting to come together, and I know they gave up 338 yards rushing in this game. But if you take out the two big runs from Stanley and McBride, Uh, that accounted for like 115 of those. They only gave up 4.4 yards of carry for 49 rushes. So I'm not sure if it was necessarily as bad as it might look on paper. Blazers also went 2 of 13 on third down. But Beck, as big as this win was, how about Bill Clark following the game? That dude looked like a fool. I didn't see it, so tell me what happened. Listen, a lot of people have given Bill Clark a lot of praise over the years. And don't get me wrong, he's done a tremendous job at UAB and all that they've been through over the years. But that dude looked like a fool, a a flat fool, going after the officials. Like, give me a break. Like, you had one call that hadn't gone against you. You've had 58 straight calls go for you within this conference over the last four years since your football team decided they were going to play football again in Birmingham when really, quite frankly, no one really gives a crap if you're in this league. (laughs) So, don't be coming running out on the field, yelling at the tech fans. Oh, blah, blah, blah. The fans were yelling at us. So, what? Carry it up the sideline or carry it up the stairs and get in the Davison and take your cold shower and go back to Birmingham because that's where you belong. I, I, I couldn't stand what Bill Clark did on the field. I'm like, so- you win them, you lose them. It happens. Like, act like you've been there before. A little chubby little gut he had, too. Whoa, whoa. Easy on the chubby guts, all right? Sorry, but that's ridiculous the 22nd game he's lost at uab act like you've been there before because you have big fella and you're only four and three oh <sighs> man let's go ahead and take yeah, our next time out we need a out. break need a yeah break. let's go ahead and take our next time out we're gonna come back we're gonna say what do you make of this tech team four and three three and two in the league four games remaining in the regular season what what does tech have you're listening to bleed tech blue radio 99.3 fm
9: Walpole Tire and Service has been a proud LaTex supporter for over 60 years. So when the Bulldogs hit the field or hardwood, make sure your vehicle is game ready. Let the staff at Walpole get you safely to and from the game with brake repair, alignments, and computer diagnostics. Plus all major brands of tires, including Goodyear, Michelin, and B.F. Goodrich. Walpole Tire and Service, a name you can trust. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com.
8: At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe, and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the Uncommon
7: Bank, member FDIC. The Courtesy Automotive team is giving you even more. Just announced, the new Courtesy Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, along with Courtesy Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. Two locations, eight brands, one goal. To give you more choices, great prices, and the best service. Shop all eight brands online at buycourtesy.com. Courtesy Automotive, now serving you from both sides of I-20 at Exit 86 in Ruston. Courtesy, a great place to buy a car.
9: Graduate sales. You know us as the class ring people, and you should. We've been supplying the area with graduation specialty products like class rings for more than 60 years. At Graduate Sales, there's so many things we offer, though. Name cards, mailing accessories, note cards, T-shirts, shorts, memory gifts, memory books, announcements, inserts, too. Rely on us for all your graduation needs, including class rings. Call Kurt Joyner at Graduate Sales or go online www.graduatesalesyuri.com. That's www.graduatesalesurie,
3: You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762.
4: Bleed Tech Blue Radio, B.C., Beck Haynes, John Tabor. Appreciate you joining us tonight. Uh, Brett trimes in. Agree wholeheartedly with the Bill Clark summation. Yeah, Brett, I don't miss too much on Bill Clark. Dude's a fool. Needs to get over himself. Bottom line, there's no other way to put it, Beck. He's a fool, Acted a fool. His mom would not be happy with him. So, Beck, four and three, three and two.
5: Let's look at. Yeah, the- what's the first thing I texted you this week? What, what? We lost to UTSA. I told you this. That would be so tech Ugh. to lose to UTSA and come up one game short. And come up one game short. Beat the biggest rival in the conference. Yep.
4: So what is? I mean, what has to happen? Well, I think when you, I think when you look at this schedule, I think that obviously UTSA is a game that you thought you'd win, so you'd be five and two, and I think it's fair to say that Marshall is a toss up, and BYU was probably a loss if I'm not mistaken. Would you agree with that? I mean, Marshall, Marshall's a good football team. Yeah, I don't Marshall's, know. If, Marshall's got a lot of momentum. Well, I don't know if we expect them to be top fifteen in the country, good, but like that's where they are. And listen, they were a good team. They had a, they had an opportunity to come in and beat Tech. I mean, let's not be naive enough. Even though we pick Tech to win the game, like they're plenty good enough to come in here. Is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, other side of the division though. Yeah. So it's not necessarily as, as big big a. Got to drop a conference game. It's
5: a good one to drop.
4: Yeah. No, we got a we got an old guy on the text line that says, "I love fired up BC." Yeah, you yeah, and I yeah, both. Yeah. yeah. Except true. I can't breathe in here. Good night. My heart's beating really hard. Brett chimes in with this tech team I think we'll be riding high looking forward to the conference championship and then literally drop the ball against a terrible team we're supposed to beat by double digits oh
5: it happens every year they
4: get hyped for a mediocre bowl game and chalk this year up to a rebuilding COVID season my god I tell Brett, you what you Brett. just depressed the hell out of yeah, me yeah
5: but you know I what, what have I always said Ben tech is very creative in ways they drop the ball I'm not I'm not negative tra- – I mean, obviously, I love Tech, but I can't help it, Ben. Last year, we came up with a new way to lose. All right? Okay. This year, back to the old ways. This one's familiar.
4: All right, let me ask you this. All
5: right, Tech's remember dropping a g- last game of the season to Western Kentucky that one year. That yeah. was rough. Yeah.
4: Yeah, rough. Yeah. So, so Tech's four and three right now. You got North Texas this week, where you're two-point underdog. All right. You got – the following week, you got Rice at home. Tech's a two-point underdog this week. Yeah. Wow. Open is a one-point favorite.
5: Oh, dang!
4: Then you got Rice on November the fourteenth at home, <laughs> ULM in Shreveport, a road trip at FIU. If I told you that Tech won three of the last four games and finished seven and four, I already know what one. Thoughts? You
5: you think? Oh, you think we're going to lose North Texas or FIU?
4: I would. If you had to pick, I would say North Texas over FIU. I think FIU's terrible, but listen, they've only played about three games as well. So,
5: I mean, I. I think that's probably pretty close to being right.
4: Three out of four. Yeah. Yeah, I think we beat ULM. I think you beat Rice. Is it unreasonable to say, like, it's disappointing that you don't win all four? Listen, if you win I all four— I mean, no, four, I think
5: it would have been a, a few weeks ago, but now we kind of know what we're dealing with. I mean, yeah. yeah, we beat UAB. That was kind of unexpected. Let's be real. Their quarterback play was very subpar.
4: Uh, very, It was absolute straight garbage. Yeah, so
5: which that's not been true, really, of UAB the past few years. No. It's been better
4: than that. Yeah, it's been no, it's been better than that. But it, but ain't it was been off. Good. I
5: mean and, and and it literally lost them the game with all the interceptions and yeah, a they're, pick Yeah, they're six. terrible. Should have been two pick sixes. Every time they had to
4: throw the ball it was just Which, like by the way, Texas leading the country in pick sixes. BJ Williams is no one in the country with three interceptions. How do you like them apples? DB University. Yeah, there's DBU for you. But yeah. listen. So, okay, say right now we're staring at 7 and 4, 8 and 3. Listen, I think if you go 6 and 5, that's pretty disappointing.
5: Now, do I want seven and four? Oh, six and five sounds awful.
4: Yeah. If Do I want seven and four? Heck to the flipping no. Why? Because I want eight and three. Like, I'm greedy. Oh, like, sure. like, this program's had, what, six straight winning years? Like, come on, get over the hump and beat four teams that you should beat. Like, let's be honest. Like, if you drop one, you drop one. But, come on, like, I expect you to go in the – North Texas is terrible. I don't care if they put up 600 yards a game. They allow 900. Like, that's ridiculous. Don't go on the road and lose to them. A little Sonny Dykes action. Yeah, he didn't coach at North Texas. I
5: know, but he puts up 900 or 600 yards a game and gave up 900.
4: Yeah, and you love that. So. I, didn't, I don't love that. Sutton loves that. Oh. Gosh. So, my question to you is this. All right, Aaron Allen, 191 yards, two touchdowns. Oh. Not going to we- lie, I high-fived his dad after the last TD throw. Said one heck of a throw for your son. Sir. Sir. <laughs> and he was quite proud, not going to lie. I'm not sure if his mom has caught her breath yet. She was quite nervous throughout, but shout out to the Allens. Good to see you at the Joe on Saturday night. What do you do at quarterback? I,
5: think about that. Let's just take a minute to think about backup quarterbacks in college football. I don't know if any of them, any of them, have got as many chances as Aaron Allen. And not like, oh, you had so many chances and you blew it, but just. That's a dream come true for a backup quarterback. Yeah, every. week How many a times chance. do they talk about? I just didn't get a chance. I just need a chance. I just need a chance. No, oh, they love Aaron to say gets it. A chance every game. Yeah, and this game he came through.
4: But how much of it is that Luke won't take control of the job?
5: Yeah, I don't know. It's not that. That's not in Aaron's control. It's not. That's a great point. It is not
4: in his control. That that is exceptional point right there. I'm going to let you, cannot, you seem really
5: excited. I'm going to let you. One man
4: cannot control another man. That is that is expert news. But. <laughs> Are you being sarcastic? Yes. I, okay, I got you. I didn't know
5: what you were doing here. I was like, okay, yes, cool. Uh, I sorry, it.
4: I got a little carried <laughs> away. But listen, at the quarterback position, I'm going to be upfront with you. Be up front. After that performance last week, and old said today, find out who the starter is 6 p.m. Saturday night. you got to give Aaron the start. He earned it. He earned it. You agree? Luke
5: hasn't showed you enough. And. You know, we've we've walked away from most games not really being like, oh, one quarterback played awful. There was a couple times Aaron's been put in at the very end of the game. Tough situation. You can debate that if you want. Sure, you'd love for him to just take control and, and win the job, and he kind of did that this week. But it really hadn't been either quarterback. They've been pretty even, you know? No, I, I agree with but that. But Aaron's got the hot hand right now.
4: Well, and I caught some flack today because – or the other day on Bleed Take Blue because I said, listen, let's be honest with ourselves. Luke's been a little better in a couple games. Aaron's been better in a couple games. And they've been you couldn't it was too close to call in a couple of games, as far as neither guy really stood out. Right. And they're like, Well, Luke's had way more opportunities, blah, blah, blah. And I get that side of it, but let's also be honest, like Luke earned that opportunity right. as well against Southern Miss. And he played well the following week against Houston Baptist. And how would Aaron Allen have performed against BYU or UTEP with no tackles or Marsh. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. like, it, it's hard to, because it's not an eye for an eye or an apple for an apple in all these different comparisons. But, listen, Aaron earned the opportunity to start. And, listen, give some shout-out to him. He got some redemption against UAB. I mean, he made a second career start last year against the Blazers, and they fell 20-14. to They didn't win the West Division. This year he gets his revenge. Leads to double time, double overtime victory. What did Brett say on the hotline or He, the text he line? said, "I
5: thought the true backup was Weston Elliott."
4: Yeah, well, apparently
5: not. Sorry about what? it. Uh, were they were Aaron and, and uh, Luke co co starters? Well, I guess
4: you can look at. All right, Brett, I got I you. Mean, I Brett,
7: got
5: you. Brett, do you want Weston to play? Hey, Brett, I you got want? you. Throw him out there. He's one for one for a tuddy this year. The dude yeah. that throws a one hundred percent tutties. I got you, That's Brett. Tough to argue with.
4: Brad, I feel you, dog. I feel you. We got one A, we got one B, and then we got number two. Problem is, problem is we hadn't had too many cake
5: games, Ben, in case you haven't looked. We've only had one.
4: Yeah. Should have had three. Yeah, not too many cake games. I know you like a good cake fest Oh, out yeah, there. I'd like to see what we got on the bench. I'd like to pad the stats a little bit. But, Beck, when you look at the entirety of this season, there's been – listen, there's been the older guys that have played the key roles when you talk about Israel Tucker, Justin Henderson, I know they're not having great years, but they're they're the starting running backs. You talk about Adrian Hardy. You talk about Graham. You right, talk about Abe. A- con- I got something to say. All right, let's hear it. I don't know if you uh, look at PFF. I do. Pro football focus. Give some great
5: – there's dudes, I don't know, there's got to be a 6,000 of them that watch every single play and rate every single player on every single play. They do. I mean, you got to
4: really love football. You're already on it. Just thinking about it. Hey, that um- – but- that old uh, website, Chris Collinsworth, is yeah, actually the old. old slide in guy. Hey, a lot of their, uh, <laughs> a lot of their uh, guys that review the game film out of England. As no a matter way. Of fact. Yes, absolutely. Is
5: it the time change and they can do it throughout the night? Is that the deal?
4: Yeah, I guess so. Normally, no night
5: shifts over in the United
4: States. Yeah, normally when I wake up at 6 a.m., they got the got the store stats up. Well,
5: let me tell you this, Ben. People been wondering why Henderson is in so much. His path protection is phenomenal
4: phenomenal do you have a grade on that i don't remember it's like top over 80 it. yeah that's pretty best good. best on
5: the team that's why he is in there, yeah, there now, no doubt can't run the ball worth nothing this year that's what israel tucker's been a nice little shifty little uh change behind the line yeah it, yeah without a doubt but henderson's in there to protect the quarterback and in case you haven't noticed tech has struggled mightily with
4: protecting the quarterback this year without a doubt let's go ahead jump to our next time out been a fun conversation Uh, describing what to make of this Louisiana Tech team. We come back from the break. Brett Vito, Denton Record Chronicle, will join us. Bulldogs travel to Denton to take on North Texas this weekend. We'll be right back after this. Hey, Bulldog fans. This is Mark Richardson with VMA Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to BMW Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do,
10: you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go dogs!
1: Motors in Arcadia.
10: Bulldog fans, this is Chris Brister from Brister's Smokehouse, and I'd like to invite you to our new location, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston, across the street from our old location, Stop in and try our famous scatter load on your choice of four different types of bread. Our barbecue nachos are piled high with your favorite type of meat. And you have to taste for yourself our tender and juicy smoked cooked chicken, my personal favorite. So whether you're in town or at a tech game or just in the mood for the best barbecue in town, come see us at Brister's Smokehouse, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston.
8: Uncommon. How would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary, outstanding, exceptional, First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC.
9: This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for La Tech. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La Tech. And everything good is more fun on a new easy go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger easy go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs!
3: want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know keep it right here on bleed tech blue radio brought to you by first national bank call or text the show on the fairway carts hotline 888-993-7762
4: welcome back bleed tech blue radio bc bay john Tabor sports talk 99.3 studio here in ruston louisiana and join us on the fairway carts hotline Brett Vito, the Denton Record Chronicle, to help us preview the matchup between Louisiana Tech and North Texas this weekend in Denton. Brett, how are things going for you tonight?
11: Yeah, going all right. Just uh, in the office uh, doing a little election stuff tonight. So I'm on with the blue line election night. So there you go. Right,
4: hey, not not a whole lot going on in the country tonight, huh? <laughs>
11: yeah, <laughs> not not much.
4: So so let's get into this North Texas team. Obviously. Um, you know, they're two and three overall. They've played five games. I think they had their game last week canceled against UTEP. Uh, to this point in the season, how have things gone uh, relative to the expectations uh, for the Mean Green entering 2020?
11: Well, it's been a rough year, and, you know, not just because of the play on the field. I mean, if you look at Look at the way things gone. I mean, North Texas lost a game at Texas A&M before the season started when the SEC uh, went to the 10-game conference-only schedule. Then they were going to play at Houston. That game got canceled after UNT had a uh, bad bout with uh, coronavirus infections, uh, mostly among its linebackers. You know, and then last week, it looked like they were going to have a chance to win. And, uh, you know, the the administration of North Texas has been so comfortable with sending its team and. it's and its coaches and its staff and everybody else to El Paso where coronavirus infections are spiking. And now it looks like that, you know, the, the next game in El Paso has gotten called off too. So, you know, it's been kind of rough from that perspective. And then they've also had, you know, a bit of a tough time on the field. Uh, there's no game that means more to North Texas fans in their game against SMU and they got blown out by them at home and also lost to Southern Miss and Charlotte. So they're kind of trying to regroup here late in the season with, uh, four games down the stretch
4: and you know i guess the the position that everybody wants to talk about is quarterback uh we're all aware of the job that mason fine did during his four years in Denton. uh you look at austin Ayun, jason bean um have kind of rotated a little bit about the quarterback position give us some insight on each guy and who should louisiana tech maybe expect to take the first snaps i know both guys are probably going to play on saturday
11: yeah, it's gone. It's gone back and forth throughout the year. At the start of the year, they, uh, you know, Jason Bean was their starter, and uh, he struggled a little bit. And then Austin Oni played real well in the second half against SMU, so he ended up getting a couple of starts in a row. And then things kind of went south against Middle Tennessee. He had a bunch of bad turnovers right at the beginning of the Middle Tennessee game. They yanked him to put Jason Bean back in, and then Jason ended up playing particularly well against the Blue Raiders. And uh, he'll 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 for sure start this week. And he's a little bit of a different cat from what North Texas has had in the past. He's a guy that's a dual threat kind of guy. He can run the ball. He's incre- he's really fast for a quarterback. He's supposedly one of the fastest guys on the team. And uh, you know he he ended up coming out on against Middle Tennessee and ended up rushing for 169 yards and three touchdowns on just ten carries. And you know he was also effective in the passing game. I mean, in that game he throws for 181 yards, two touchdowns. You're talking about a guy that accounted for five touchdowns in a game. And I think a lot of that was due to the fact that uh, you know Middle just didn't have, just wasn't prepared for him. He's the kind of dual threat kind of guy that you've got to have a really good game plan for. And Middle Tennessee just didn't have it and didn't adjust. So the, I think the one of the intriguing aspects of this game is Louisiana Tech is going to have had a lot of time to figure out how they want to approach. Uh, Jason Dean because that's the direction it's going to go. We'll see how successful North Texas is and kind of building on what he did against against Middle Tennessee.
4: And you know, you look at some of the skill guys on this roster, I mean th- they've been a good offensive football team uh, to this point in the year, averaging 39 points a game, 594 yards um, in, in total yardage per game. DeAndre Torrey, Trey Siggers, and then I guess the big name that I want to touch on, Jalen Darden. Uh, what a year he's having from the receiver position.
11: Yeah, he's just a terrific uh, player. He was an interesting guy that North Texas got <clears throat> late in the recruiting process several years ago. Now, he was guys originally committed to UNLV backed out. A lot of people were interested in him. They ended up getting him to North Texas at the last minute. And uh, you know, he's really emerged as this year as one of the better, uh, more productive wide receivers in college football. He's not the biggest guy. You know, he's kind of a he's kind of built like a slot guy. You know, he's about five nine or so. But he's just got a real innate sense of how to get open. That's what North Texas's coaches say. He gets open in man-to-man situations. He gets open in zone situations. And he can have a lot of speed, and he's real elusive when he gets the ball. I think it'll be an interesting matchup seeing how Louisiana Tech approaches him. You know, I would assume, uh, I think his uh, Louisiana Tech's top cornerback, the freshman is Cedric is Woods, isn't that his man? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so, I mean, does that end up being the matchup, or how do they end up approaching him? Because he's become even more important now that uh North Texas has lost giant <coughs> year shorter uh, he was a big guy that he kind of came on last year real real he was like an n f l size guy but he ended up being real seriously injured in north early on in the year and hasn't played in quite a while and he's not coming back this week so that just puts even more of an emphasis on you know. On uh, DeAndre and what he's going to be able to do for this for this team from a receiver position, so that's going to be
7: a real interesting
11: matchup to watch. I mean, you look at it; you've got 46 catches. In the next uh, highest total on the team is a young guy by the name of Deontay Simpson. He's a sophomore. He's got a lot of potential, but he hasn't, uh, you know, he doesn't have the skins on the wall that Deon- that Jalen does. So, yeah, you know, that'll be the the big name to watch there and how Tech can try to either contain him or limit uh, North Texas just going to him and nobody else.
4: And shifting to the defensive side of the ball, it, it's no secret. North Texas has played a lot of good offensive football teams. When you talk about SMU, Houston, Baptist, um, you know, Charlotte's got a pretty good offensive football team as well. Uh, I think they have allowed 44 points per game, 549 yards per game. Where have some of the issues been for the Mean Green on that defensive side of the ball?
11: Well, I trail points this out uh, right off the bat, is maybe just had a really rough time with, uh, COVID and um, other issues on that side of the ball that has pre- pre- prevented them from having the players that they want on the field all the time. And the, early on in the year, their two best linebackers, Ken, uh, Katie Davis and Tyreek Davis, both missed time due to COVID issues and contact tracing. They've had um, other guys in and out in the secondary due to that fact. And, you know, they just kind of fished around to try to find a lineup or a group of guys that can really help them win games. And they seemed to find it a little bit in the second half of their game against Middle Tennessee. Um, they ended up putting a, a couple of redshirt freshmen in there who were really highly recruited their twins. And uh, those guys ended up both playing really well. So I'm, they're going to put them out there again without a doubt. Um uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Grayson Murphy and Gabriel Murphy. They're both highly recruited linebackers out of the Dallas area, and both of those guys came up real big uh, against Middle Tennessee. Gabriel had a a sack and a real key spot, and uh, Grayson ended up with you know having three quarterback hurries. So that's going to be the interesting thing to see. They they held Louisiana Tech to, I mean not Louisiana Tech, they held Middle Tennessee to seven points in the second half. Well, can they do it again? Because now people are – it's the same thing with Jason B. People have got tape on those two Murphy brothers now. They're just – they're real quick, real fast, real athletic off the edge. And it's going to be interesting to see the way Louisiana Tech and other teams that play the rest of the season end up handling those two. And if they can continue to make a huge difference for North Texas and help them turn that defense around.
4: Yeah, no doubt about it. And so you look ahead to this game Saturday night. Um, we, we've we seen these two teams match up for a number of years, a number of close games uh, that they've played. Obviously, Amik Robertson blocks the field goal in 2018. I think uh, North Texas won by one point in 2017. So uh, there's no doubt that it's going to be a close game on Saturday. From a North Texas perspective, uh, what are some of your keys to the game for the Mean Green?
11: I just think North Texas has to find a way to make enough stops defensively. You know, I think Louisiana Tech from the looks of that game, from what I heard from uh you know, from my buddy over at the Rust and paper there, uh, Corey, you know, it seems like they've kind of found their quarterback there. You know, they've they've gone back and forth from Luke Anthony to Aaron and Allen, but it sure looked like Allen kinda of came on late in that late in that game. And I'll be real curious to see if North Texas can do enough defensively to slow Louisiana Tech down. North Texas is going to score. They always do, because that's where they invest all their scholarship capital on time. I think it, the the real key in this game is whether North Texas, if they get into a shootout, which it sure looks like they will, can they stop Aaron Allen? And can they stop those wide receivers you know, and smoke Harris? In uh, some of those running backs, I oh, know Justin Henderson hasn't had, has had a great year, but uh, you know they've got a bunch of quality skill position players over there. that I think could give North Texas problems.
4: Without a doubt, Brett. So if our listeners want to follow any of your work online, where can they find that?
11: Uh, well, I'm real easy to find because it's just uh, it's just Brett Vito, B R E T T, and then my last name is V I T O. So my Twitter handle is just at Brett Vito, and then our website is uh, DentonRC.com. dot com. R.C.
4: is in Record Chronicle. So. Absolutely, Brett. That's
11: where we, you can find that.
4: Well, We appreciate you. I know it's been a busy night for you. Thanks for taking some time to join us.
11: All right, guys. Well, have a good one. I appreciate you
4: having me on. Without a doubt. Brett Vito, not Record Chronicle, helping us preview Louisiana Tech and North Texas. Listen, Beck, this is a series. You know, we give Seth Luttrell a, a lot of crap for being the highest paid coach in the league and some of the results that, you know, North Texas has gotten from his coaching tenure, but... The Bulldogs won this game a year ago, 52-17, uh, a game that really you know was never that close. But historically, you go back to that 2018 game where Amik Brock's a field goal. 20- oh,
5: so good. Oh, that was awesome. So good.
4: 2017, I think uh, Jonathan Barnes missed like a 50-something yard field goal uh, in the final seconds that you know would have given Tech the win. So regardless of how good North Texas is, uh, it's a matchup between two teams that have always uh, played some pretty good contests. Yeah, and, uh,
5: Ben, what we've seen this year is you can't count anyone a no. guaranteed W uh-uh. or a guaranteed L, Ben. I ain't no doubt I, about that. I don't know what to think going forward. It just depends on which tech team shows up with the offensive line block. You know Baby Barnes is going to do his job. Oh, yeah, yeah I ain't no give doubt about that. You I ain't know, no doubt. Just give him a chance. Maybe Aaron gets the start. Not official, but just thinking out loud. Ben. either way it'll be it'll be worth tuning into
4: no and i think the big thing for tech in this game listen jason bean's a redshirt sophomore uh out of texas and listen tech took aaron allen in 2018 over jason bean uh aaron allen committed i believe it's june the 16th bean commits to north texas 12 days later uh both guys obviously had louisiana tech offers and You know, Brett alluded to his performance against Middle Tennessee where he ran for 171 yards, also had 182 yards through the air, five total touchdowns. Um, He's a potential difference maker at the quarterback position, and listen, with his ability to run the football, that's going to make it extremely important, uh, not only for Tech's defensive line to get some pressure, but they're going to have to figure out a way to keep him in the pocket and not allow him uh, to get into the open field and make some plays with his legs. But, You know, this is a North Texas team. I know they're struggling two and three, but they got some talented players. Darden at receiver has 46 catches. It'll be interesting to see how David Blackwell chooses to go about his business when it comes to defending him. As Brett said, no other guy has more than 16 catches. And then offensively, Skip Holtz said in his press conference today, it doesn't matter uh, if Aaron Allen's a quarterback, it doesn't matter if Luke Anthony's a quarterback. Um, Tech has to score 30, 40 points in this game if they want to have a chance to win
5: right ben and you know I, we talked about blackwell and his ability to make adjustments i've been pretty impressed with him this year coming out of the half i was a little disappointed to give up 17 points to uh uab in the in the third quarter but adjustments were made in the fourth it's going to be exciting this team is still figuring it out we 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 forget that that they the first couple games of the season were kind of like preseason games ben and and you're you're still learning who's going to stand out i do like the adjustments made to get hardy the ball more i've been telling you all year hardy needs the ball more You know, and and it's happening. So, hopefully he he can continue. You're right on it. Yeah. (laughs) Big hearty guy. Continue to do that going into the game this weekend.
4: Without a doubt. So, let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back from the break. We're going to take a look around Conference USA, take a look at the national landscape. Might give our three betting locks for the week. It was a rough week for old BC. And old Beck Haynes, he can't figure out three games to call. Are you shocked? You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Talk 99.3
7: The Courtesy Automotive team is giving you even more. Just announced, the new Courtesy Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, along with Courtesy Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. Two locations, eight brands, one goal. To give you more choices, great prices, and the best service. Shop all eight brands online at buycourtesy.com. Courtesy Automotive, now serving you from both sides of I-20 at Exit 86 in Ruston. Courtesy, a great place to buy a car.
9: This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for La Tech. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La Tech. And everything good is more fun on a new easy go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger easy go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs!
2: The Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show is brought to you in part by O'Neill Gas. O'Neill Gas offers propane delivery to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana and South Arkansas. They also offer a wide range of propane and natural gas appliances. For more info, go to
8: O'NeillGas.com. At First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the uncommon bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC.
2: Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experience representation. This is Sports Talk 97.7, now on KPCH Ruston 99.3. Want to find
3: out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Cart hotline, 888-993-7762.
4: Welcome back. Blue Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor. Been a,
3: been a fun show
4: tonight, oh, Beck. Yeah,
3: Ben. Been always a fun show coming
5: off a win, especially a big one.
4: Yeah, talking about a win is a little more enjoyable. Um, Hey, why right. not make it two in a row?
5: Is that one of your locks
4: for the week? No, no. It's one of mine. Not one of my. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. You got the dogs plus two. You want to go ahead and do our locks yeah, for the week just first? knock it out. Knock All it right, out. so let, let's go look back. So a week ago, listen, BC came in here a little hot. I believe that's three and zero the previous week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dropped a little zero and three burger. Now five and seven on the year. Um, Beck, of course, you know, likes to pick the old COVID game uh, with Wisconsin. He didn't know, really know they were getting canceled, so it is what it is. But listen, I'm five and seven overall. Beck's five and six due to the COVID game. My percentages is better. Yeah, well, that's all that matters. Correct. Still, Fetus though. Fetus. Fetus. Yeah, win a lot win of a money. Win a lot of money. All right, you want to go your three first or my three first?
5: You go ahead and start it up.
4: All right, here we go. Listen, you're going to hate me for this. I already do. But I'm starting in the old Pack twelve. <laughs> I wonder if you got the same game I got. I got USC. No. Nope. Minus ten and a half versus Arkansas State. That's a hey hey. That's a 9 a.m. kickoff oh, on the West Coast. A 9 a.m. kickoff on the West Coast. And didn't started early. Yeah, a little early start out on the West Coast. I got USC minus 10.5 against Arizona State. Let's go right to the fairway carts hotline. Well, Rafe joins us. Rafe, what's going on?
6: Hey, man. I'm, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Oh, pretty good. Hey, I wanted to say that you know the North Texas representative uh, spoke the truth when he said that uh, he kind of repeated Corey and said that you know the the quarterback controversy or whatever is is it's really over. I mean, I mean, okay. So I realize the politically correct way to manage it is to say we're going to give both guys a shot. He said that all year, but you know as well as, well as I do that. Aaron Allen didn't really get a shot in several of the games. I mean, he may have, may have touched the ball, but it was one series or a couple of series. So what I'm thinking is Aaron Allen, it's its kind of his job to lose at this point. And really, it may be the same thing with Tucker as running at running back. You know, it, it seems like he's established himself as the top guy. I mean, maybe, maybe there's some places here and there for Henderson to get carries, but really that third back... Seems like he may get some options. Just I can never remember his name. Garner. What's the guy's name? Garner. I think he's the quarterback. Yeah, I, he's you know he he probably deserves more more carries than he's getting, but um, that's that's one thing settled. I mean, the other thing is you know Levi Bell in the rotation. Obviously, he's getting the bulk of snaps at this point. Rightfully so. He's he's making plays all over the field. You've got your linebackers kind of figured out. You'll see that you know Grubbs is going to take the the majority of snaps at this point. I mean, it's not. I'm not saying that there's not capable backups, but there's starters and there's backups. And at this point, Aaron Allen is should be the starter should be the backup i mean is that not true what do you think about that
4: no i think that's a fair opinion i think you look at you know the last four or five weeks of how luke anthony's performed i think that um whatever it may be whether the offensive line's struggling or whatever it is listen let's be honest aaron allen's much more comfortable within the offense and what he's seeing from opposing defenses and is making quicker decisions and listen he led two fourth quarter drives last week to get the game in the overtime i'm with you i think that he has earned the opportunity to at the very least get a full game of playing time like we've seen luke anthony get a number of weeks
6: right i mean it hasn't been distributed distributed fairly at this point i mean because i mean it seems like Allen's pocket composure is a little bit better i mean He's more poised. He seems to not be locked in on the primary receiver as tightly. So uh, you know, I, I don't know, man. It just from an outsider, I think most people would say that Aaron Allen should be the starter. I mean, but um, and hopefully, you know, my my beef with Skip is the field goals. And and I love Barnes. He's a great kicker. I have confidence in him. But my goodness, I don't I don't want to see Barnes a lot in the first half. I'm sorry. I want to see him at the end of a game, at the end of a half. Yeah, but don't make me watch him in the first quarter. I mean, because if you're that close to the goal line, we need to score. And and you know, I, I felt like Hardy kind of got ripped off. Obviously last week, and there were some chance, times when when you have to kick a field goal. But against San Antonio, that's what lost the game. I mean. If you, if you score a touchdown in one of those early drives, what would we kick? How many field goals in the first four. half? Four. Four. That's ridiculous. You, you don't kick four field goals. I mean, you have to, because even if you gambled, you know, and, and went for it on two and, and scored seven instead of six, it's still a point better. So my, my point is I don't want to see Barnes in the first half. Aaron Allen should be the starter or get. I mean, if we're talking about splitting snaps, once the game's in hand, give some snaps away. But it's his. It's really his ball to lose at this point. What's the deal with um with our corners? I mean, I, it seems like we're playing a little bit better. Or is, or is UAB and um, San Antonio that bad on offense? I mean, uh, what's the deal with that?
4: I think it's probably a combination of both. I thought UAB had some open receivers against Woods and. You know, it's been mentioned in previous weeks by Holtz that Woods isn't 100%. He's dealing with a nagging injury. But, listen, there's not really uh, anyone that's proven they can step up behind Woods and Hannibal at this point. You know, Broderick Calhoun got a chance early in the year. Uh, I think D.J. Brown's getting a little bit of an opportunity. The Penn State transfer the last couple of weeks. But, no, I think they're playing better, and they're getting more experience, especially in Woods' case. Uh, But I think, as well, UTSA and UAB just really couldn't throw the football that well.
6: Right, they did. That receiver for UAB that ate us alive last year was still there. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it didn't seem like they could. I mean, he's the guy that ran Williamson down. I think. Yeah,
3: but he did.
6: Yeah. They, 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 they didn't. They couldn't get him the ball. I mean, they, there were several misses that their quarterback had. And, and same thing with UTSA that their open receivers just missed them. And I don't think this guy this week's going to miss as much. So. I mean, I think that defensively we're going to be able to hold them a lot more than they've been held lately. But, uh, and I don't think it's going to be a shootout, to be honest. I think that we're going to control the game and then, uh, but uh, anyway, my my only contention here is that Allen is the starter, and that's from, from all outsiders looking in, until he falters. I mean that, and that was the way that Anthony was treated to me, except for a, a snap here and there. So I will see what what happens going forward, but but that's that's my point.
4: Absolutely, Ralph. We appreciate it.
6: Yeah, man. Take care.
4: So of course, you can call us on the Fairway Carts hotline. You can text us on the Fairway Carts text line eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. So Beck, I gave you my first lock: USC minus ten and a half in the season in the Pac twelve against Arizona State. My number two pick for this week, it's a gamble, but Jim Harbaugh is a little irritated. The Wolverines yeah. lost to yeah. Michigan State. I'm taking the Wolverines on the road at Indiana, minus three-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm sorry, I'm not buying that the Hoosiers are for real. Ooh, I almost picked this game, but of course...
5: I was picking Michigan. Yeah. They're not going to lose two days in a – that's what you picked. Yeah, I took Michigan. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to lose two games in a row.
4: I took Michigan minus three and a half and then my final pick of the week. My darlings of college football, I'm taking the Razorbacks in Fayetteville. A home dog.
5: I know why, because you saw that stat that they're the number one team in the country against the spread. Yeah, Yeah. don't act like you're a genius, BC. A
4: home dog plus one and a half at home against Tennessee. Tennessee Things will melt down on Rocky Top. When the Hogs knock them off Saturday on Saturday. All right, right, I got three three good ones. All right, let's
5: hear them. All right, I like uh, Florida and Georgia. The old Florida-Georgia line playing this season. Oh, how about it? The old Ben. Dang, I already ruined my joke. I was going to say the Florida-Georgia line is minus three and a half in favor of the Bulldogs. I'm actually expecting Florida to cover. I know
4: you don't like Stenson. I don't like Stetson Bennett, and he hosed me out of some money last week, so Ooh. I'm really done with it. Yeah, him.
5: so I think I think Florida gets it done plus three and a half. I like the Gators in that game. Hey, like, what? you know
4: what they call that game? What? I don't. It's normally played in Jacksonville. Right, they right. call it the world's largest cocktail party. Oh, no. how about? It? I don't know where they're playing this year. I don't know if it's a neutral site somewhere else. Who or, knows? Who cares? Yeah, Anybody who knows? Man, who cares? No. You got the Gators.
5: The next my next lock is people are high on Cincinnati. Ben, I wasn't a believer, but now I am. Are Cincinnati's five and oh. They are thirteen and a half point favorites against Houston. I like that line. If it gets up to fourteen, stay away. Oh, so you think it's yeah. gonna be a fourteen point dub? I think it's gonna be a fourteen point dub. Do who, who they play in Houston? Uh yes. You can put a little asterisk by that and no, so no, no, we'll, we'll let like you it, have uh, the
4: thirteen and a half point
5: line. All right. The other one, this is my uh you know. Not gonna say the lock of the week. Oregon and Stanford are playing both O and O. The Pac-12 is back, but I like the I, I like I like Oregon in this game. They are gosh, eleven point favorites. I don't. Have That's it. it. Yeah, eleven point favorites against Stanford. I don't know if you know much about Oregon, but they score. Justin Herbert is no longer there, but the backup, whoever he is,
4: is probably pretty good. <laughs> actually, so let's go ahead. actually, think they have a transfer from Boston College. Perfect.
5: Boston College wins some
4: big games. <laughs> That's all who you want. <laughs> You're all uh, in. Give me the Ducks. I like them. Are you taking the Ducks to get into the playoff this year? No,
5: but I am playing. Getting in the beat Stanford. They're a rowing school
4: anyways. They're a rowing school anyways. There ain't no doubt about that. Real quick, the Conference USA schedule for this week. It's got some real sleepers, if you like, sleeping. Marshall will host UMass. They're a 45-point favorite in that one. Southern Miss. Yeah, they're going to play North Alabama. But here's the crazy part. They're only a 16-point favorite. Uh, hopefully Frank Gore Jr. can get things going on the ground. Rice will host UTSA. Yeah, give Rice some credit. Going to play their third game of the year. Uh, Charlotte will travel to (laughs) Middle Tennessee. Uh, Charlotte's a four-point favorite in that one. Western Kentucky will travel to FAU. Uh, FAU's a seven-point favorite in that one. Just wake up late in the fourth quarter. Won't be much scoring before that. And then the other game this weekend in conference, USA-UTEP and Florida International has been canceled. Um, You know, the Panthers, they've only played three games. They're 0-3 and uh, I guess they really don't feel like traveling all the way to El Paso. Can't blame them long trip out there. And then, of course, your Louisiana Tech Bulldogs will travel to North Texas. Dogs are a two-point underdog, a little over-under yeah, at actually, 72. Whoa,
5: that might be an under. Uh, I do like yeah, the – I'm taking the under, no doubt. Yeah, I like the dogs in this one. Uh, the only game the dogs have really thrown up massive points is against – The high school team, the, the varsity team. team. Yeah, they are a varsity team. Give them some credit. Houston Baptist. Uh, I mean, it was 3-0 to zero after the first quarter last week, Ben. Not good for over bettors. Did finish with pretty high, but you got double overtime, even though it was a bunch of field goals. Only nine points in OT. No yeah. Anyways, I don't like the over, but I do like the dogs. Take the points. Maybe throw a little sprinkle on hey, the Hey, When we come
4: lot. back from the break, we're going to let you give your pick, all right? Oh, right? Don't tease the crowd Whoa, too quickly, my, my friend. Don't tease the crowd too quickly. Let's go ahead and take our – Final timeout of the evening. When we come back, you know what we're going to do. We're going to put a bow on it. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Sports Dog 99.3 FM.
10: Bulldog fans, this is Chris Brister from Brister's Smokehouse, and I'd like to invite you to our new location, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston, across the street from our old location. Stop in and try our famous scatter load on your choice of four different types of bread. Our barbecue nachos are piled high with your favorite type of meat. And you have to taste for yourself our tender and juicy smoke cooked chicken, my personal favorite. So whether you're in town or at a tech game or just in the mood for the best barbecue in town, come see us at Brister's Smokehouse, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Man,
0: I love this song. What song? The song playing on the radio. That's not on the radio. That's my car making those sounds. Really? You need to go to Campus Automotive. Campus Automotive. Yeah, if your car has a squeak, a rattle, a shake, or vibration, they're the ones to call. A/C, steering, suspension, water pumps, timing belts, radiators, plus the latest technology on all front-end alignment repair. That sounds great. I'm going soon. I'll be able to hear my own radio. Campus Automotive, 3510 Desire Street, Monroe, or call them 318-343-6467.
8: At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe, and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the uncommon bank. Member FDIC.
9: This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for La Tech. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La Tech. And everything good is more fun on a new easy go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger easy go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs!
3: don't have time to keep up with louisiana tech sports the way you'd like to no worries just listen to bleed tech blue radio brought to you by first national bank call or text the show on the fairway cards hotline 888-993-7762
4: welcome back bleed tech blue radio bc beckings john Tabor. bleed tech blue radio beck it's the final segment of the night it's time to put a bow on it. And, Beck, just in this last segment, I wanted to touch on this. Um, of course, I'm pulling it up right now, you know, live radio to its yeah. finest. Yeah. But Louisiana Tech actually last week released uh, its 2020-2021 Whoa. Whoa. basketball schedule. Oh, okay. As crazy okay. as it might be, basketball season is the only. The old Dunkin' dog. old Dunkin' Dogs. Eric Conkle's squad, 24 days away from opening their season in the Thomas Assembly Center against UT Arlington. That's November twenty 27th. They'll also play Northwestern State on the 29th. Uh, got a couple of non-conference games against ULM. That'll be a home-and-home. Home. Uh, I believe they'll travel to LSU. They'll also travel um, to uh, Louisiana Lafayette. They will host Jackson State, host Lamar, and host southeastern Louisiana. So it's a little bit more of a, a regional non-conference schedule um, from the Dunkin' Dogs perspective. But the big news, I guess, out of Conference USA is a couple of weeks ago we heard that, um, you know, if you went on the road and say you were traveling to Marshall, you would play Thursday at Marshall and then you would turn around and play again on Saturday at Marshall. They are trying to really limit the travel And the same way would be, you know, as your home games as well. And really the only opponent that you played a home and away with would be your travel partner, which for Tech's case would be Southern Miss. But they changed things up, and they voted on it today. The conference's athletic directors, you're going to now play Friday and Saturday. Wow, back-to-back. Same team. Wow. Yeah, so – it's uh, really just trying to mitigate the travel, mitigate the number of times you have to test while on the road.
5: Does that does that bring into play the benches more this year than
1: uh I, I would
4: think I mean, How hard is it for a basketball player to play back-to-back? I don't know. I mean, I mean the pros LeBron, Well, yeah. he, takes, he takes the day off. Yeah, James Harden takes the night off. But, listen, I, I don't know if it will play a huge role. Obviously, you want to have depth anytime, time, um, you know, your college basketball team. But at the same time, um you come conference tournament time you play three or four days in a row so it is what it is kind of prepare you uh for that late season tournament experience getting to play in it uh throughout the season so just wanted to give a little update on conference usa hoops i know in the next couple of weeks uh we'll definitely work to get coach cock alone and uh have him preview his squad i got a chance to get out to practice last wednesday and uh let me just tell you something Boys have been in the weight room a little bit. You think? Looking swole. A little swole. Not going to sit here and lie to you. Uh, I wouldn't want to battle him for a rebound. I can put it to you that way. we got some big old boys this year, don't we? Yeah, got a lot of sides on that front line. Uh, got some good scores coming back as well. So, Beck, let's jump into it. Louisiana Tech and North Texas. Dogs will travel to Denton Saturday night. This is 6 p.m. kickoff on CBS Sports Network. Some keys to the game for me. Um, North Texas giving up 550 yards a game, defensively giving up over 44 points per game, Uh, really an equal amount on the ground as they are uh, rushing the football. The Bulldogs must have somewhat of a run game, whether it's Justin Henderson, Israel Tucker, maybe Greg Gardner gets a chance. Tech's got to be able to get some balance uh, for Aaron Allen or Luke Anthony, whoever gets to start at quarterback. Uh, Throwing the ball, we know what Tech is. Protect your quarterback, you're going to make some big plays through the air. Uh, just is what it is. The Tech has too much talent on the outside of receiver uh, to not make big plays in the passing game if they get protection. Defensively, got to control Jason Bean in the run game. He's you know he showed his dual threat ability uh, a couple of weeks ago against Middle Tennessee. Will North Texas come into this game um, a little rusty? They haven't played in three weeks, so they've had. You know, they had the bye week, then they prepped for UTEP all week, and then now they turn their preparations to Louisiana Tech once that UTEP game was canceled. So it'll be interesting to see how they come out early on in the football game. But Tech will have to do a good job at controlling Jason Bean and really bracketing Jalen Darden in coverage as he's the real go-to receiver for North Texas. And, again, let's don't get Jacob Barnes out there early. Let's just use him late in the first half, late in the second half. Let's score some tutties. You want some tutties, my friend? I need some
5: tutties, Ben. Let's we'll see Hardy find the end zone. Yeah. All hey. right. So last week, uh, everybody in studio, including our producer, John Tabor, picked the Blazers to win. That is ben, correct. Well, we were all wrong, but Tapes gets the victory. He had the closest score. Tapes had 30 to 24, the Blazers. Final score 34 31. 37 dogs. 34. 30, 37. That's so what I said. 37 34 dogs. Either way, me and Ben had quite the under uh, in that game. So Taves gets the W. I don't know the overall season records. You can go back and look it up. <laughs> Who I, gives a flip? I got the dogs. This All right, first off, Texas ben. two point underdogs, seventy oh twos over under. All right, go. All right. I got I got the dogs thirty seven twenty seven. Crushing the points, but still hitting the under. What was your score? Thirty seven twenty seven. That's fifty. 66 points. I think the dogs control it points. pretty easily.
4: Yeah, I do. All right, Taves, what you got? 31-26, <sighs> dogs.
5: <laughs> I think me and Taves have picked 31. Is, 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 like I picked 37 this week. Taves, I'm going to be sweating if that's the case. 26, you said? Yeah,
4: 31-26, yeah, right. dogs.
5: That's pretty
4: much what I had. I would we'll say 44. What? 38, dogs. You crazy. Oh, it's going to be a high-scoring game, and it's going to be fun to watch, and whether Tech wins it or not, you're going to get to see a lot of points on the board, and that's all you really give a So about. You,
5: you said earlier you were taking the under, but uh, you just smoked the over in that. Yeah, I yeah. just
4: smoked the under out, whatever. I'll probably change my mind by Saturday, but it is what it is. i I'll guarantee you that I'll nail that one on the head. So it's been a fun show tonight, of course. I want to thank Brett Vito from the Denton Record Chronicle for joining us again. Louisiana Tech will travel to North Texas. The 6 p.m. kickoff on CBS Sports Network Saturday night. For Beck Haynes, for our professional producer, John Tabor on BC. We'll be back same time, same place next week. We'll see you.
3: Listen for the First National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host, Ben Carlisle. Also brought to you by O'Neill Gas, Brister's Smokehouse, Courtesy Automotive, Dairy Queen, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Kirk Joyner Graduate Sales, and Bienville Motors. Thanks for listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio on Sports Talk
4: 99.3. It was about the what you call it. You remember they said five guys came to deliver the pizza to Michael Jordan. Right. I yeah, said, yeah. yeah. And then they wound up starting the hamburger spot cuz that didn't work right. out. For him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, right. Okay, real quick,
11: I want to say uh Chris, you act like you act like Tom Brady was drafted number 1 overall or something. Like you got to remember, he started off